Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, Ken Dango. Yes, yes. I'm not the champ, so I got nothing to say about that. Uh, <laughs> but I am being joined by the champ. <clears throat> The man with the beer in his hand, doing the Randy yes. Orton pose in the background with the W with the WCW. There is the beer. I'm I'm, doing, I'm going light today. I'm going I'm going light tonight. I didn't even open this one yet, so it might not even be open. I might end up drinking a sweet tea or something. Say say I'm the beer for light. tomorrow Friday night. You see, I'm going real late. I'm doing a little angry orchard tonight. Oh yeah. yeah. What's up, Reggie? What's going on, Reggie? Yeah, y'all's champ is here. Maddie Brains is in the building. Trick, trick, Maddie, trick, Maddie. Nigga, please. (laughs) Hey, trick, trick, Maddie, because everybody love Trick Williams. Everybody love Maddie Brains. Everybody love Maddie. So, trick, Maddie. Can't go, can't, can't go with trick right. That don't even sound. that, That sounds stupid. So, just trick, Maddie. Right, trick right sound like what the what a hooker would call you. Yeah, that right. know how to trick right. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, uh, trick right. Maddie. <laughs> but folks, we are here to talk about what we came to do, which is wrestling, folks. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Well, let's get to a little bit of news before we get into some other. Um, situations. Right. It appears that WWE was good. <laughs> <laughs> now we can't call you the other one because we get in trouble. But what up? Right. What up? Call you. I, what's going on, my seasoned brother? That's what right. I'm calling you, seasoned. <laughs> I, I don't know, Reg, man. I don't know when he's getting some merch. I don't know. It needs to happen, though. But um, it appears that WWE and Warner Brothers Discovery have a deal? Folks, those of you who don't know who Warner Brothers Discovery is, Warner Brothers Discovery is pretty much the parent company of AEW. That's the people who bought AEW and have been telling Tony Khan, look, stop doing the dumb shit and make this a real wrestling show if you want us to to come at you. Warner Brothers Discovery is pretty much the reason why CM Punk got fired because when he had his blowout backstage, those boys was backstage. So they were like, uh-uh, 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 we ain't gonna have that. But surprisingly enough, yes, seasoned. That's what I'm gonna call you, seasoned. (laughs) 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 But surprisingly enough, even though CM Punk's actions in front of Warner Brothers is pretty much the downfall of his career at AEW, CM Punk supposedly opened the doors 
for talks between Warner Brothers Discovery and WWE. Yeah, I'm not liking. I'm not liking this, and I'm and I'm not saying I'm not liking it because you know WWE is getting a new deal and nothing like that. I'm not liking the fact that Phil has his hands all in a lot of shit backstage now. I don't like that. I don't like that shit at all. And it, it's kind of weird that CM Punk is the person that supposedly Warner Brothers Discovery. All this time we thought that it was that he was the reason, like they were the reason that he was gone. They didn't like him. They didn't like the way he acted. But right. we knew. We also knew they see him. All they see are, are, is dollar signs when they see CM Punk at this point, and they still like him. That's all this means. They still like him. They still want to mess with him. So if he's open, if this is gonna, if this ends up leading to for the second time in history, because the first time I'm pretty sure the only person who was around, don't take no offense, was Kenny. When <laughs> when when WWF showed up on TBS, that was oh, in like boy. the eighties. But. Eight, maybe. Yeah, that's exactly. Five, I was born in '88. <laughs> like, and it was weird when it happened too. It was like, huh? All right, because Mr. Man showed up. Like, Mr. Man showed up. It was like, yes, we're we're excited to present World Wrestling Federation to you. And they're like, uh, bring back my WCW. So right. if we're like, about we're about to get that again, possibly. And the funny thing about all of this is a lot of folks are saying, well, AEW was just, is just going to be kicked to the curb. They could, they really could not be kicked to the curb. They could just have AEW and WWE on Turner Broadcasting, on Turner Channels, on Warner Brothers Discovery Channels. Right. But they really, they really definitely could. They, but. It's, it's still going to be weird. Because what if they do some wild shit and have like AEW, like Raw come on at fucking 8 to um, eight to 10. They cut it down to two hours. And then from 10 to 11, it's collision right after. Like, that'd be, that'd be some weird shit. But I can see them doing that thinking that that'll generate money. It's, it's just crazy because. At this point, we don't know where Raw is going, but Raw is moving. Raw ain't gonna be Raw is not going to be on USA. There's this is like, gonna be even weirder. That's gonna be the weirdest thing ever. Like for the second time in history, Raw is Raw is leaving USA again. They're not staying on USA. Not for Monday, not for Raw. We don't know what day Raw is gonna be on because they said they're open for any daggone day. We don't know what day it's going to be on. We don't know what station it's going to be on. We just know it's going to be on. It's so like, weird. Like, it's going to be on, on USA. Like, uh, I, like, I had to sit through going through them being on TNN, <laughs> a Spike TV. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't fun either because if you didn't have the, if you did, depending upon what type of cable you had, you might not have had those channels. Right, because I and damn now, sure know when they was when they switched over to um Spike TV, 
Cablevision in Brooklyn did not have fucking Spike TV. I could tell you that shit right now. And now, all right. And now it's looking like I don't know. I, if anything, I'm I'm not gonna worry about it because if it ain't the NWA of the pod, yeah. you know it. You know it. Oh, but I just feel like at this point WWE is just driving the price up. They're just trying. They're just driving this price up. I I wouldn't be shocked if they end up on somewhere like Amazon. WWE is going somewhere that that, that is going to be weird. They're going on a. They're going to go to a channel that is weird. They're going to be on something that is weird. Raw is going to be on something that is weird. SmackDown isn't. SmackDown is on USA. We know SmackDown is on USA. We know NXT is on the CW. But Raw. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to whoever got the most money. It ain't going to Apple. Apple's not taking. Apple ain't looking at it. Amazon (laughs) might. Maybe exactly. Maybe some sort of Disney conglomerate like ABC Disney. Maybe somebody like that, or. Maybe NBC Universal because we're sitting here saying like I'm sitting here saying they're not going to be on USA anymore. But I mean the ball is in USA's court. It's in NBC Universal's court. They could honestly open their book, open their they wallet because Warner Brothers Discovery also has something else that they probably want to keep more than trying to get some professional wrestling. They got the NBA. Last time I checked, the NBA was way more popular. This wrestling. <laughs> Listen, and I was gonna say the thing about it is I don't even know if USA wants to open their checkbook because remember USA is in the hunt to try to get some NBA games as well. Like everybody is trying to bend over backwards for this right after NBA right after Hocus Pocus, Pocus and then right after Hocus Pocus and before Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> NBA deal. Like the NBA has has been doing everything in their power to make sure that they get the strongest possible media deal that they can get. That is why they out of nowhere came up with the NBA in season tournament. Season that tournament. is why they Rich, came up. Rich they the came King up won. They came up with yeah, my team won. LA Lakers. That's right. We the first. Not gonna be the last, but we the first. Everybody remember the first. They created that. They came up with the you gotta have you gotta play a certain amount of games in order to be eligible for the post for the MVP awards and all that. Adam Silver has done everything. He's trying to do everything in his power to make the NBA game presentable for TV and get people to watch it, and he can drive that price up. So everybody is about to bend over for the NBA because everybody wants that package. Pause. Everybody wants it. And Adam Silver was smart doing that because what it did was it cut out a lot of rest. Yeah. So now fans are actually going to see the stars they want to see. And as much as we love Seth, as much as we love Nakamura, they ain't bigger than LeBron. (laughs) And Cook, oh yeah, Cookies, yeah, you are right. You did see something about that, that uh, Warner Brothers discovering all that could be filing for bankruptcy. Like they're on fan ice. Like just as much as they could, they could be buying a lot of stuff. 
All it takes is if they lose the NBA, they're screwed. But here's the thing. A lot of companies file for bankruptcy. Though. A lot of companies file for bankruptcy just to be able to get new loans out. That's the thing. So filing Chapter 7 for a lot of companies isn't necessarily the end of the company. Shit, you know how many times Donald Trump has filed bankruptcy? It's it's something that they do where it pretty much gives them a clean slate to where they can get more money. So filing for bankruptcy isn't always the worst case scenario when it comes down to certain companies. So take the filing for bankruptcy and them not being able to take that with a grain of salt because that pocketbook, like Matt's been saying, is 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 deep. That pocketbook. Yeah, is they, deep. it was what I had to look it up on uh, on Twitter. It says the probability. So they said, don't confuse. And this isn't me saying it, but someone is saying, don't confuse the probability. The probability of bankruptcy should not be confused with the actual chance of a company to file for bankruptcy protection. So. They can still do everything they're trying to do. I like for me, like putting on my sports management cap. All Warner Brothers Discovery is about to do is just try and keep the NBA. They're gonna promote. That's why they they can't. They're canceling shows that don't need to be canceled, or they're getting rid of movies that don't need to be gotten rid of. That's why we didn't get the Batgirl movie. They just wrote it off as a tax write off. We didn't. Well, they reverse course on that Acme movie with John Cena, but that was about to be cut for tax as a tax write off. They're going to try and do all that. If anything, they're banking on this summer. And I've said it in other shows. They are banking on dragons. They are banking. Mm -hmm. They are banking on House of Dragon. They're banking on every all that all the other shows that are famous under HBO. They're banking on their on their other on the stuff they already have, their other IP. The Sopranos, Curb Your Enthusiasm just announced their final season. They're gonna they're banking off of all that stuff. They're hoping like as long as they have House of Dragon, they're gonna be rich. As long as they have yeah. Game of Thrones, they are gonna have money. All right. Long as long as they keep giving us dragons and shit to talk about on the weekends, they're gonna make money. <laughs> Like dragons, Last of Us, rap shit. Cause I started watching rap shit. Um, yeah, that Batgirl movie. I don't. I I personally don't even care for Batgirl. I don't care about Batgirl. Black, <laughs> white, whatever. Nasty, <laughs> I do not give a shit about Batgirl. Matt, you don't want. You don't want the the, the bat. You don't like the Batgirl. You, you not I I I don't understand. I've never understood Batgirl because she's Me she's neither. Commissioner Gordon's daughter, and I'm like, huh. How she? It's just certain. It's almost just like Rey Mysterio and him beating big people. How the commissioner don't know that his daughter is this girl walking around in a suit? <laughs> it ain't like she's Spider Man. People didn't know who Spider Man was. He had a whole ass mask. Right. <laughs> this chick like walking around. Up here talking to she talking to Commissioner Gordon and supposedly Commissioner Gordon is her dad. Like, come on now. So you don't, you don't recognize your, your daughter? You don't recognize your first of all, you don't recognize your daughter voice? Right. I can pick, pick my daughter. I can pick my kids out of a crowd of a thousand people. Okay, hearing their voices. So like, you don't know your own kid? All right. Like that's what always at least Batman changes his voice up. Like, I'm Batman. But <laughs> no. And like, and I, I went cookies. That movie probably would have sucked. 
It probably would have sucked. It, I, it, even if it would have sucked, I wanted them to just put to put the dag on, uh, put the movie on Max just for us to stream it. But they nah, said no. No, that's too much, bro. You asking for a lot right there. He said, "Y'all ever seen that Harley Quinn show on HBO Max? Gordon has a crush on Batgirl. See, and that's and that's the thing. I bet in that that that's, universe that's nasty. I bet you in that <laughs> universe they're not related. There's so many different. The variation of Batgirl that I know, Barbara Gordon is is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I bet yeah. you they got it in some other stupid universe. Oh God, nope. Oh, God. oh well, well they on some they on some House of the Dragon shits." They, they on that dragon. Dragons. They That's on that, that dragon. dragon. <laughs> That's the dragon for you. Mm. Mm. Well, well, that killed that. <laughs> we, yes, we know. Lord. Yes, we know. They big on that shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I was the last person out of the group to watch House of Dragons. So, yes, they do. They do like yeah. They do like he kept trying to tell me. He kept trying to tell me. He's like, all right. And he was like, uh-uh, ain't that his niece? What the shit is? <laughs> yeah, I was watching that show like, what? What y'all got me watching? What is this? See, then they call Game of if you all I know is all I know is I ain't brand. I ain't Brand, because Brand don't know. He don't know how to stop. He is the whole reason why all that shit happened. If he didn't just stop warbling or whatever, if he ain't chill that out, none of the other seasons would have even had to happen. But no. He don't know how to listen. And then he gets to, and then he gets to become king after all that. No. 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 Listen, All I know is that after watching House of Dragon, I know who I who I sympathize with the most. Jon Snow. That man said, "If I die, don't bring me back." Please, back the last time, and I ain't tell y'all to bring me back. <laughs> you can let me die. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to these. Let's get back to the WWE. Yeah, Warner oh. Brothers Discovery. Don't be shocked if. I mean, don't be shocked if if the deal happens. Some folks have already uh, uh, mentioned that they were like, "Well, how could the competition be on the same network?" Someone brought up uh, a UFC competitor being on the same channel as UFC, uh, being on ESPN at the same time as UFC. Right. It can happen. They don't care. Money is money. They all getting right. they all getting paid. Money talks. Yeah. Um, at the end but of the day, different companies don't mean shit because money is all the same color. Right, that money is. They got time slots. They can put. They can put AEW on, like Kenny said. They'll. We don't know what they could do if they get both of these companies. Shit, and and see, you know, they might legit start doing some. You know what? Since we got all of this, y'all gonna get WWE, AEW, WWE, AEW, WWE, AEW for the whole week from now on. They might really start doing that shit. And if they Man. do. Impact better do impact better find they fucking way into a major TV deal. I think man, impact <laughs> TNA. Speaking of TNA, let me take this little Warner Brothers oh. discovery banner down. Speaking of Speaking TNA, of TNA, they got a new signee. All right, Kushida. All right, they got Kushida. 
and they re then they just resigned um Eddie Edwards. They just yeah, they just resigned Eddie Edwards. We got the Rainmaker showing up in TNA. We're about to have Will Ospreay showing up in TNA. Something is telling me they're about for 2024, 2024, they are about to flex a muscle. That we've never seen them flex before. They're about to really do something. They're going to do it big because they're TNA. At this particular point in time, TNA is legit the only company with a true open door. They legit have a tie to pretty much every major promotion. TNA impact. Impact for right now, TNA starting next year. And by right. another, another two, three weeks. Right, I was saying just in a few weeks. <laughs> right, by another two, three weeks, they'll be they'll be back to TNA. Impact for right now has made such noise that they were able to have their belt featured on one of WWE's biggest pay-per-views of the year. The fact that Mickey James came out with the um, Knockouts Championship was big. That was big. They had Mickey James going to WWE. They have a, a definite open door policy with AEW. And you see them in New Japan are pretty much like, hey, what's happening? Can I borrow Damn. him? Sure, you borrow him. I'll take him. Okay. So, Impact, like Matt said, for 2024, they about to let y'all know who the fuck they are. They really are. Like, Ooh. I'm excited to see what could possibly become, what could possibly be happen for them in 24 because they've already, it's, they're starting January off. They say, hey, here's Will Ospreay. I've always been in camp. I've always been in the camp of, oh, Okada ain't never, ever, 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 ever coming back to Impact slash TNA. And last week, they said, oh, Okada's coming back. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. Y'all didn't convince this man to come back. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in. Like they're really about to they're they're really about to stunt on the wrestling world in 2024 oh. because the running joke has always been oh TNA ain't got no money. At one point in time, TNA couldn't even pay their people on time. That was a different regime. They've been slowly but surely playing their role, stacking their money, staying in their place while letting other companies like AEW take the spotlight, letting other companies go under and become a shell of themselves like a ring of honor. And they picked the perfect time. They knew that the TNA name was still popular. They knew everybody was still calling them TNA, even though their name was Impact. They said, you know what? Fuck it. We'll embrace it. We're TNA. Y'all like it. Y'all like our name as that anyway. Y'all still remember it. Nostalgia is still in half of it. If, and if you don't think it is, if you have a favorite sports team, more than likely your favorite sports team has a retro jersey. Because mm-hmm. mine does. The Titans this week are not the Titans. We're the Oilers this week. We're back to being the Oilers. 
So just like I'm pretty sure at some WWE does it. <laughs> I, I have I have a nitro background right now. I have a nitro t-shirt. WWE uses those WCW names in NXT. They're using All the whole the war games concept for Survivor Series. Like they're gonna yeah, they definitely got. They definitely have something ready. I like if they're starting January off with just Osprey and Okada. Oh, wait till it get hot. <laughs> they're gonna be trying to do stuff with AEW. That's what's probably gonna listen, happen next. They're gonna do something with AEW. Listen, Again. you know, you know, Impact got money when Alex Shelley. Is officially a full time wrestler. That man had this a whole man, job with actual health insurance. <laughs> this man was the health insurance. Damn near, he was a physical therapist. This man had a job, job. Okay, man had a union. That and man, he that just man became got... a full time physical. It just became a full time professional wrestler last year. Just last year, he's like, all right. I'm gonna do this for real, for real now. Right. And who's he with? Impact. So he pretty much is. He's pretty much Triple H. He's Triple H for them at this point. That's what I would just right. look at him as. He's Triple H and Dusty all in one. Right. <laughs> and whatever he don't do, Tommy Dreamer is doing it. <laughs> Yeah, they probably don't be surprised if don't be. You know what? That's a good call, Cookies. Don't be surprised if New Japan decides to do a, a G1 and have an American bracket and run that shit through um, TNA. That's that. Honestly, this is why I'm like, uh, like take WWE out of everything because WWE is still not really trying to. They don't really work with folks. All like that, even though we had Nakamura versus Muta a couple months like earlier in the year, besides the runoff like that. Remove remove like TNA. Think about it like this. You're gonna if they do the G1, every all the other companies basically have good working relationships with one another. You can have you're gonna have impact, you're gonna have TNA, AEW. And New Japan all working together, all exchanging talents. That's basically three all all three of them, they all gotta work together just in order for them to even be relevant versus WWE. The new WWE, Triple H's WWE. <laughs> right. Because Triple H just he just got he got people just showing up. If you're getting people like Pump, Pump to show up. Who knows what that like? Two thousand twenty four is going to be interesting in wrestling. It's definitely going to be interesting in wrestling, especially since it looks like Punk is being groomed to pretty much take over NXT when 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 of when HBK maybe. says he's done. Because everybody said, "Oh yeah, Punk." Yeah, if y'all didn't know, Tuesday night CM Punk was backstage at NXT. And pretty much, pretty much in watching, Gorilla, watching and observing, and 
the rumor has become like, oh, is CM Punk going to eventually end up taking over NXT down the line? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I could definitely see him, honestly, at his age and where he is at wrestling-wise and all that, NXT is where he needs to be at. He needs to be helping the next generation. Like, he's a dick and all that. He's still a good wrestling mind. Like, if he could go down there and teach kids, teach kids how to cut promos, how to teach teaching them the basics. Because you think about it like this, like Kenny, you got William Regal down there and you have CM Punk. Ain't no mm. reason you don't know how to cut a promo. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm getting a little tired of promos pulling back the curtain. That we feel some of the best promos that we hear now are the ones that pull back the curtain, let us behind the scenes of what's going on. Right. I think that's why I have started to appreciate tricks promos Mm -hmm. because it's just the character nothing to do with what goes on behind the scenes right you know what i mean there is no to use the term that he made ever so ever popular pipe bomb in Mm -hmm. in in his promos and i feel like honestly cm punk's since he's done that pipe bomb, every promo has been quote unquote a pipe bomb. Right. So I don't I don't know if I would want him teaching the younger generation how to cut promos. Mm-hmm. I I would want somebody who understands the theatrics of wrestling and cut a promo for the story. Not right. for whiny brat reasons. That's why. That's why I like the way HBK has basically put his fingerprints all over that, all over NXT in general because he he was basically the total package. He knew how to cut a promo. He knew how to wrestle, and he was mm-hmm. undersized. So it's like he can he, he can basically teach you everything. Right. That's and that's what I and that's what the NXT promos have been. They've been raw generated promos from these these developing characters. And it has we we've had no pipe bombs in NXT since Triple H has been there. I mean right. since, um, HBK, since HBK has taken over. What's going right. on, Mike? Ladies and gentlemen, we got the good stone. Right. Um, since HBK that, that was really the NWO podcast. <laughs> Millions. The yeah. What's so, but like since HBK's taking over, all the promos have been genuine promos. Like me and you have been fighting, we've been fighting for a while, and I'm gonna do this like wrestling promos. Whereas all the promos that we've been hyped up for on 
the main roster and AEW and the main roster in AEW has been quote unquote pipe bombs. Right. And it's kind of getting a little bit tiresome. That's why that's why I think I, I said it before. I miss sports entertainment. I miss professional wrestling. <laughs> w R A S S L I N. Actually, no, I'm talking about wrestling in general. Um, what we were talking about is how it looks like CM Punk may be getting groomed to take over NXT down the line once Shawn Michaels is done with it. And Matt was like, and Matt said that CM Punk can cut promos. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like since he his big pipe bomb, every promo CM Punk has cut has been nothing but pipe bombs. And that's right. been the and that's been the trend in wrestling now for quote unquote great promos, them being pipe bombs. Right. And it, it centers around it centers around shock value. Right. Whereas NXT has been promos that have been legit just story related. No pipe bombs, just story related. Because that in this core, that is WWE's model. That's yeah, their that model does. as far as as far as promos. You know? I, I don't know People, what I don't want CM like I, I don't have a problem with CM Punk, but I don't want him messing up my NXT. Like as, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, this is this is my show. <laughs> that is my right. Tuesday nights as HBK show. But every so often they get like we know HBK is the authority figure on that show. Yeah. They mm-hmm. got Ava. Doing work now, supposedly she's doing her little junk. I, I don't think she's sucking her ring. Yeah, basically <laughs> they're, they're they're giving her every shot they can get before they just be like, you know what, just go, <laughs> just go hang go. out with your dad and be rich. <laughs> yeah, she she had she had two blown out knees before she even got in the fucking ring. They that should have told them something. That really should have. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I just feel like they're just kind of just like, hey, Phil, go down there to NXT. Go down there and talk to these kids. Give them a, a pep talk. Because that, like half of those, half of them, them people down there in NXT, they idolize that dude. They idolize CM Punk. Because we unfortunately for us three, we were grown when he was doing this, doing the pipe bomb and leaving WWE, like winning the right. title and all that. We were grown when all that was happening. But for them in NXT, oh, they were they were teenagers. They were children. Teenagers. So teenagers. they, they idolized him. Some of them weren't even fucking born yet, I don't think. Yeah, like they were all but they were all around. They all remember him cashing in. They all remember him winning the title and running out through the crowd with Vince. They remember money in the bank. They remember that pipe bomb. They idolized that dude. He is the voice of the voiceless. uh, Who is it? Cora Jade. She's been following Punk since she was a kid. Like, Like she'll go to any any, uh, signing, any autograph signing, anything that he... 
Shit, she was at a fucking UFC event that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. So, so to, like, to your I, point, to your point, Matt, yeah, like like those like those younger kids, like those twenty year old, 23 year olds, they idolize Punk. He is low key their HBK, even though they all love HBK. Mm-hmm. But the HBK generation is more is technically is us is us, and what are we? Black and gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are black and gold. Johnny Gargano, Champa, and all them were black and gold, and they were with Triple H. But they all love Shawn Michaels. That's all DX. Mm-hmm. Listen, the, oh, you're right. Cora is looking for something else, and so is Phil because. Like I said um, the other day, she looked just like a young ass AJ. She do. And someone brought up the mm-hmm. point. Someone brought it up on on wrestling Twitter, and, I and she got some new titties because it was funny. It was like mm-hmm. see him pump take a picture with any of the dudes in the back because all I see him with is the women. Mm-hmm. And to that point, and to that point, just like the ladies love Cool James, LL Cool J, the ladies love Pump. Girl, the yeah. women love punk. Like they, they just do. They do. do. Roxanne, he took a picture with Roxanne. He took a picture with Nikita. He took a picture with Cora. The women love him. The dudes, they like him and all. They ain't asking for no picture though. The girls, yeah. oh, they asking for the pictures because they try to get a picture with AJ's dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cora Philly, oh yeah, she's feeling herself. Her and Braun both got their little makeovers and they feeling themselves now. Listen, Nikita, oh, yeah. Nikita's in the wrong business. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah, Nikita's yeah we, in the wrong business. And we all know what business she needs to be in. in the cream pie business. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> 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 LOL. Shut the fuck up. It does not say that. Well, and then we go. He didn't need to be in the the cream pie business. Cream pies, uh, chocolate cream pies. Swirl. (laughs) know a lot about the chocolate. (laughs) Swirl. Let's be realistic. That's 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 where the key is. That's where she needs to fucking be. And if she Mm. goes to that fucking, if she goes to that style, I'm damn sure gonna look it up and try to find it. But we nah. He'll be back yeah. Monday. So, we ain't right. gonna get banned before Monday. <laughs> yeah, Mago said he, Mago well, said he will be back Monday. Well, you know what? Even if we do get banned, listen, cookies. I'm I'm notorious for breaking into places <laughs> that I ain't supposed to be in because hey, top rope. We still don't know how I got into that damn. Um, I know how you got in. I keep telling y'all how you got in. We I, at I one don't know. Time, at what point in time? Right now, Top Rope is a private group, but that's only because we got bombarded by the Indian sunglass of spammers. Sun hut. Yeah, so we we made the group private. It used to be a public group. When a group is public, you can just walk in. So you walked in, and then right when you walked in, private. 
You came in. You came in right before we got rewarded by sunglasses. <laughs> well, my whole thing is like, how did I even find y'all motherfuckers? The walk-in. Somebody must have told me about y'all. Because all it says, because everybody else will be like added by this person, but for Kenny, it just says Kenny is here. Right, oh, and then it says I added motherfuckers after I got. Hold on, that person. I add them. I'm like, yeah, Facebook lying on you. <laughs> the, settings, the settings were super generic once Kitty got in there. <laughs> right, it was no restrictions. Oh, oh yeah, man. no, she ain't Sarah. See, because Sarah J hit the face, so no, but yeah, yes, um, no, but yes. They be calling, uh, they be calling her Triple H, and I'll be like, "Dang, that's best uh, up with Triple H." To to the canceling comment, hey, listen, we did preface this by saying this is the NWO podcast. It really is, and we are the defending fantasy champions. It's exactly. So, <laughs> so, so the podcast is a little different when the three of our black asses are on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're damn sure. It's just the three of us. It's, it's a, it's the same, but it's not the same. Not at all. <laughs> not, at all. not at all. But as you, see, as you see me in or out of out of a cloud of smoke, yeah, it ain't. <laughs> no, I mean, but folks, we did go over. Deadline the other day. We looked at it. We broke it down like this. We have talked about NXT so much throughout the week, and we talked about Deadline. Y'all know what happened on Deadline. But final resolution happened at the same time as Deadline, and I'm 99% sure. I know the three of us ain't look at that. I'm pretty sure Betty, Reggie, and Cookies ain't looking no final resolution. So we're going to go ahead and give y'all a recap, a final resolution before we get on out of here for the night. What you mean, <laughs> DX wants that title back? You better, you better kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, kiss my ass. Y'all might be winning right now. Now this year, now when I get done doing this, we get done doing this podcast. I'm gonna sit my my black ass down, <laughs> and I'm gonna open up these raw results, and I'm gonna open up these NXT results, and I'm gonna count these points up. And see how far we are from first place, because we are still in second not place. We we should not be we're, we can't be that far. But DX is in first. We go we trying to go back to back. We trying to show y'all that NWO was not just one a one year just a flash in the pan. I want another title for 2024. We want another title for 2024. And Dragon Lee is gonna get us to that point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker is going to be getting title points after title points after goddamn title points because you know what NXT loves to do? They love to put random title matches on TV. And we got <laughs> and we got the number one man in the world. Him, mm-hmm. Maddie, not Maddie, Roman freaking Reigns. <laughs> we ain't losing no time soon. You know also who we got on our squad? Real freaking Ripley. And, and Gunta. And Gunta. 
We got Roman, Mommy, and Gunther. Ain't nobody losing no time soon. <laughs> but we let's go over. Boy at y'all's <laughs> right. Let's go over <laughs> Impact's final resolution. Right. We have the Impact World Tag Team Championship, Asa Bay, defeated Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers. We knew that was happening. We knew Asa Bay was not losing. Especially. Oh. Oh, shout out. Shout out to me. <laughs> shout out to me for mentioning the fact that main event from HOG called out Ace of Bay and said they wanted to start their little tour fighting the best um, tag teams in the world. Yeah, Shout out that. to me for letting y'all know that they called them out. And the very next day, what did House of Glory put out? January 6th, Ace of Bay versus Main Event. Shout out to me for giving y'all the that. breaking news. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to me for giving y'all the breaking news. Yeah, Kenny. Yay. <laughs> and, and for the predictions results, this is the show. I called this show perfectly. Mike and Kenny finished in second. They both got one match wrong. Tito came last with two matches wrong. What fucking match did we get wrong? You picked uh, Sheldon Jean. Oh, that nigga lost. (laughs) And Kenny picked Diener. In fact, uh, only two people got that match right. Me and Mike. Everybody else picked Dean. And you wanna know the bullshit, Mike? If I'd have fucking if if I'd have fucking tied, I'd be I'd be champ right now. Cause I was champ at the end of NXT. Oh damn. Let me see. Let I'ma check NXT. For NXT, you had you had three right. Mike had four right. I had four. Wait, one, two, three. Yeah, it was a tie. It was a tie for NXT. Me and Mike tied, so, so I was Tito, like, all right. So Tito, Tito retained. Tito retained, but final resolution happened, and I whooped that ass. <laughs> fucking fucking shit. I had a, almost had a fucking perfect night. Oh. Fucking dinner. <laughs> I had the perfect night, baby. We would have tied anyway. And Tito would have fucking retained. Tito would have retained by two fucking I saved y'all from that and called a perfect show. (laughs) Well, fuck you you and your perfect show. Next fucking match. Jody fucking threat defeated Alicia fucking Edwards. Who was watching that match? No one. You didn't even pick that match. That's how ass it was. The fucking match that cost me every goddamn thing. Tommy fucking Dreamer beat fucking Diener. You fucking loser. Mike said it. Watch time. We, Mike was like, just because it's TNA. Just because it's Impact. <laughs> I said TNA is fucking Dreamer going to win that match. Right. Should he win it? No. But is he going to win it? Yes. Yes, <laughs> gonna win that fucking match. That yeah, that is 
That is impact TNA in a nutshell. Should this person win? Hell the fuck no. no. Are they going to win? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Speedball, my boy Speeds, my bestie Speeds, Speedball Mike Bailey, and Trent Seven recently. That's another signing for TNA. TNA has signed Trent Seven. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Trent Seven is, that is one half of Mustache Mountain. The other half is the master, Tyler Bate. And with them and Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dune, Peter Dune. Peter Dune. They are British strong style. They are badass as shit. And Kenny... We didn't, I mean, not Kenny, uh, Reggie, we didn't do tiebreakers for impact on purpose. Right. AKA, and we weren't about to even bother with them. (laughs) Not trying to, not trying to come up with anything. Tiebreakers are honestly, that is Mongo's, like, that is his bag. That is his shit. He is good at those. Next matchup Jake something defeated Jason Hotch. Uh, Street fight. We all knew Moose ass was beating Rhino. Yeah, we all. And the funny thing about this is they had fuckery at first, and Moose lost by DQ. And then they restarted and said, no, 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 we're going to have a street fight. So we all got saved on that one because we could have all technically lost on that. (laughs) Trinity and Jordan Grace defeated Deanna Perrazzo and Giselle Shaw. And like um, Cookies mentioned earlier, um, Deanna Perrazzo has decided to explore free agency once her contract is up. I really I mean, hope she. I hope she stays. I hope she stays. Right. Because she's not like. Who is she going to get? Who's going to put her over in, in, in uh, WWE? She's if she goes to WWE, she's definitely going to NXT. Right, she's going to be the top star there. And And, to be honest, (laughs) she's above NXT. She really is, and I will never forget. I will never forget how she started. She started out. I will never forget. She was in NXT. I remember her in NXT. She was mostly a jobber there. She got released. I remember when she was in WWE. She got released. I knew she was a good wrestler, but they didn't treat her like that. And they base she's basically the female Swerve. She's just not as popular as Swerve is, and I mean we understand and that. But she's basically that the is something we're going to get. That is something and we're going to talk about right after this. And like, she's basically and the female and Swerve. And to Matt's point, it just it just gives. It just shows how good TNA Impact is because they get the maximum ability out of a talent that they believe in. They made us give a fuck about Brian Myers, bro. Brian fucking Myers. Like, she she literally got released from NXT. She gave little messages like, oh, y'all will see me back and better than ever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. She showed up, and she as soon as she showed up in in, in Impact, she was the virtuoso. Like, and I was just like, oh, the they actually believe in you. 
Yeah, in a month. Deanna Perrazzo is one of the best wrestlers in the world, regardless of gender. When she I will never. Impact, she, I, she immediately it, proved that she is one of the best wrestlers on the, on this entire planet, regardless of gender. And she was jobbing in black and gold NXT. Is the, if y'all you, haven't had a chance to ever see Deanna Perrazzo live, you should. Like that's what what makes just like blows my mind. Like you were, this girl was a jobber in black and gold NXT, and they let her go because they were just like, oh, she ain't about like, oh, all right, she ain't that good. But yet she shows up in TNA and she's the champion. She shows up in Impact and she's the knockout champion in a month. Somebody like WWE, y'all messed up. At this point, y'all don't need no. Don't try and sign her back because y'all y'all should have saw it back then. Yo, like, I, I honestly feel like she should just take this time out, do the indies, do whatever little indie dates you want to do. Just basically pull a Jordan Grace because Jordan. We thought Jordan was she was gone. And then, lo and behold, boom, here she is, popping up and right back in Impact again. I would rather she do that than even try and go somewhere like an AEW or a WWE. She'll make more money if she does. Sure would. Yeah. She'll make a hell of a lot more money. You can pick her own schedule. I'll put it to you this way. I'll put it to you this way, Deanna. When When I saw you at House of Glory, your picture... Cost me fifteen dollars. The next time you come to House of Glory, you can charge that sixty. You yeah. you've made it to the point where you can charge that. All right, like it. You 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 you've made it to the point where you can you can charge a pretty penny for somebody to stand next to you and get the and get the the picture with you. Shoot, I paid $50 to stand next to Eric Bischoff so y'all will see the once in a lifetime photo of Maddie Bischoff and Eric Bischoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I straight was like, here you go, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Take the- and, and, all oh. gotta- <laughs> and all you got to Kenny's point, all you got to do, if, if you want that theory proven, all you got to do is look at the last couple of uh, PWI lists. You've been on them, girl. And <laughs> hey, Kenny, say, oh, she's not one of the best wrestlers in the world. Go check out the last two or three PWI lists, <laughs> and then come back, come back to us. And speaking of that, Kenny brought up a great point because he said it. We brought up Swerve last night on AEW Dynamite. Hold on, we we, we gotta finish. We gotta finish right now. Oh, yeah, we still gotta talk. We still got some. We still got final resolution. Still got my bad, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You almost said, Trinity and Jordan, Trinity and Jordan Grace defeated Deanna Perrazzo and Giselle yeah, Shaw. Yeah. Um, Bend and Flex, Bend them and Flex them. Josh Alexander and Zach Saber Jr. defeated Motor City. That's what I'm gonna call them because uh, <laughs> fucking Saber's gonna bend their ass and and Josh is gonna flex and throw their motherfuckers somewhere. And if you're watching Impact right now, that's exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's throwing somebody. (laughs) (laughs) He's exactly what he's doing. He's throwing somebody right now. Yep. Yep. There it is. 
Shout out to Impact for playing this shit the right way because they was like, hey, we changing our name, but yeah, we taped all this shit. Y'all gonna watch all the stuff we already got in the library that y'all ain't never seen. Here y'all go. (laughs) Yep, there we go. Yep, Flex did. They were like, hit play. (laughs) They've been on vacation. They've been on vacation since Saturday. (laughs) Right. Josh Alexander and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, and that was actually the main event. Oh, the little pre-show matches. I think we predicted only one of those. Yeah, we only did um, one. Sheldon Gene lost. Fucking Sheldon lost. <laughs> um, Frankie oh, Gazarian. Def- yeah. <laughs> I like we go with the fucking pre-show. Yeah, you lost before the bitch even started. Hey, that a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Lost before I this bitch even started. Fuck Sheldon Jean. I don't care if he's a fucking newcomer. He is a rising star. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, That's that how much the prediction title means to Mike, y'all. Yeah. Fuck him, Jack Price defeated Aiden <laughs> Prince, and PCO defeated Jesse V. And, and, that, <laughs> and that is final resolution. All right. Now is <laughs> Cookie said Mike ain't never picking Sheldon Jean again. <laughs> never again. Hey, Cookie. No, no. <laughs> exactly, Cookie. No, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker can be number one contender for the X Division title. Nope, he gonna lose. Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck he not. Did, he, did Mike, he did Mike like Alan Shelley used to get me. I'd be like, oh, Alan Shelley gonna win. He lose. Oh, he gonna lose. He win. You know what? Fuck you, Alan Shelley. I ain't picking your ass no more. <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> I ain't picking that motherfucking Sheldon. Sheldon James. Oh, Sheldon. Sheldon. If it ain't Sheldon, Sheldon. Jimmy, don't pick him. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't learn my. That's only Sheldon. We need to be trusted. Sheldon Miller. Like Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. TNA It is twenty twenty three. Going on. Going into twenty twenty four. Fuck Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> fuck. Fuck Tommy Dreamer. Fuck Dina. <laughs> I like them all because I had a perfect show, baby. <laughs> fuck Tommy Dreamer. Fuck Dina. <laughs> Dina. How the fuck can you not beat old ass Tommy Dreamer? What the fuck is wrong with you? How the fuck is Frankie Kazarian still? How is he getting over younger talent? Fucking Frankie Kazarian. Like, like, I, like I got the fire stick, right? And I turn to the Impact channel. It's a match from like 20, 2005. You see ponytail fucking Kazarian. This is I was about to say, that's long hair Kazarian. This is before he did like a full name. He was just Kazarian. Right. This is before he got old and became Frankie Kazarian. You was this ponytail fucker fighting fucking Jay Lethal and Chris Saban back in 2005. Here it is, 2023, going into 24, and this fucker is getting over younger talent. Fuck Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world, <laughs> niggas. 
Welcome to my world, nigga. When you was all, all when you was all fucking happy when Edge ass popped the fuck up. Welcome to my fucking world, nigga. Who's happy? You, nigga. You, you too big to be a fucking owl. You, nigga. You, you <laughs> fucking Edge back then. Nah, nigga. Nah, nigga. Who's Welcome to my world. Showed up? You. Nah, nigga, you two run the tape back, nigga. You two, you two, nigga, run the tape back. You was fucking happy, nigga. You was happy, nigga. I fuck with you. Was happy with fucking Christian? What the fucking shit? Say what? Say what? Say who you? Oh, you right. broke up right there, so we didn't hear you. You was, you was fading out, motherfucker. Yeah, you faded out. Right. <laughs> I said, nigga, you was happy. You was happy with fucking Christian. You happy with Christian having a belt right now? Yeah, he got right. that shit. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah, I was like, you. I'm just like, why? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, look yeah, at I you. Think about that. Yeah. 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 Nigga, fuck you. Welcome yeah. to my world. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you! Welcome to my world. <laughs> I'm about to First go back off, to the Fuck and the click you play. He gonna get to know Vaseline. He gonna get ethered. Fucking Mike sounded like but, me. I brought it up yesterday. Mike sound like me was they start once Rey Mysterio became a multi-time world champion. I'm like, <laughs> now Nick, nah, I, I suspended disbelief. I suspended disbelief once. What you mean, this dude beating people like Big Show? What you mean, this dude beating people like John Cena? Nah, nah, nah. Rey Mysterio should be no more. He should be no more than a one-time world champion. But the one point in the world transition, yes, I know how the fuck he feels. Yes, she she make you angry, don't it? Yeah, she make she makes you angry when you see these old motherfuckers taking spots from the young talents. She make you angry. That's the one I don't like. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It took me. It took me till last week to finally say, "All right, I might like Rey Mysterio." <laughs> <laughs> it took me him going into the Hall of Fame for me to be like, you know what? I I'm gonna stop hating you now. Like when he won the U.S. title, I was happy. I was like, "Yeah, woo!" No, when he was looking down, yeah, that was that, cool. I think. I, like, I think that. I think that. Was, I think that was a turning point for me when that man took off his belt. And gave down like, you know what I'm tired of your shit. Dead. I was like, all right, I can fuck with that. But going into AEW, AEW actually, ladies and gentlemen, minus the I'll just be flat fucking honest. Minus that boring, corny ass reho match. AEW oh. last night was good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Reho versus Ruby Soho was a do 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 do. It could have stayed off of the show, but I understand you need a filler. So it did its job. 
AEW only ever has only on Dynamite. They only have like one women's match a week anyway. So right, and it, the sad part about it is, if you're gonna only have that little, if you if you're not gonna highlight the talent enough to where they get more TV time, make the time that they have on TV count them. Right. Make it make it count so that the fans demand more, which then in change forces you to change your programming to fit what your fans want. You should not be putting together if you know your women's division is your weakest division or whatever the case may be. You should not be putting two people together who are not at the top of your card. They, they are not. The, it just shows that Tony Khan doesn't know how to book women's wrestling. It's, it really does. And then on top of that, if let's just say one of the actually, I'm sorry, <laughs> Riho is technically at the top of their car. And right. that's sad. That's really fucking sad. If if she's the top of your car, if she's if she's one of your main contenders for, for Tony Storm, your champion, that's that's. It's not a good look. That's not a good look, man. Like, y'all definitely need to do better with the women's division. Y'all are losing these women, whether you know this or not. Like, little by little, the women that you have on this roster are going to start not wanting to re-sign because they are seeing that because they are seeing that they can get TV time. They can get the TV and the and the and the, and the training and the skills and the, and everything that they need to succeed from these other companies. They can go to TNA. They can actually go to WWE because you know what? If they weren't really good at you at your place, guess what? NXT is developmental. You see, we ain't like Matt has brought up plenty of times. You see, you haven't seen Jade on TV. Why? They got her ass in the lab. Right. And she's even said, coming here, I realized I learned nothing at AEW. Uh, she literally learned the basics. And that's why, like, in everybody knows that we all have said it. Like, oh, this was a good match and all. But, I mean, she hasn't really gotten any better. Yeah. She pl- so now she's plateaued. gonna get better. She plateaued in AEW, basically. Yeah. They they built her. They they had her trained to enough to where she can do a, a pretty much a Cena. She's yeah. a Cena. Five moves of death and a finisher. Five moves, a finisher, and cut a promo. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be dope. That yeah, um, pure um, poor Kira Hogan. Come on, she is beyond an afterthought in AEW. They don't know how to their women's division. All of them, because Athena has been Ring of Honor Women's Champion for what almost a year now, or something like that. And she's she's like, the longest reigning. She's the longest women's champion in history. They said right. She's the longest reigning women's champion. Current women's champion because she had a, she had that belt. I'm pretty sure she had that belt before uh, Rhea won. Yeah, 
And like she's Reggie brought it up. He would love to see her on Dynamite every once in a while. They don't have their people. They 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 don't feature they don't feature her at all. They don't feature ROH at all, period. They don't feature ROH at all. And I mean the men, they feature the men, but the women, oh no. So you wouldn't even know that she that she's basically Ring of Honor. She's carrying Ring right. of Honor. She is on the run of a lifetime. Everything that that Kenny used to say about her, that she was reckless and all that, I have no it's a noticeable difference she, now. She yeah, has gotten is. she has improved. She is at the top of her game. She's a big fish in a little pond, and she's taking advantage of it. But you wouldn't know it because she ain't on. She ain't on TV. Her recklessness now is a controlled recklessness. It's mm-hmm. a part of her character storyline, so it doesn't look like she's just being reckless. You can tell it's something that she's doing to be a part of this character of I'm super tough. I whatever like. I'll walk through you. Like she's almost like a juggernaut. You know what I mean? So right. it, it the it's a control a con, a controlled anger is what she's doing right now as far as her style. And it works. Because before she was literally all over the place, which is why she was always fucking hurt or hurting mm-hmm. somebody. You know what I mean? So she has tremendously stepped her game up. Seven hundred percent, and she's definitely carrying ROH, the women's division, and she's. You know what? Dare I say she's carrying ROH? Yeah, she really is. Mm-hmm. She's carrying ROH because everything else around them is unstable. You have one person defending your tag belts, which your they are talking about stripping. Is broke down. <laughs> They're talking about stripping the tag titles from Better Than You, Baby. Because these motherfuckers can't fight. The other one champion is broken, and the other champion is is literally broken. And your world champion is on his last leg, and you got him in in a damn tournament. Look who's decided to show up. Hey, what up, Mongo? Mongo said, you know about TK and Athena? He said in the interview that he'd like to work things out to get her on AEW one day. I yeah, he right. You, you're the owner. It's as simple as me flicking this lighter. You know why. You know why. We know why. Kanye, Kanye told Mike, told Mike Myers. Insert Tony Khan. Pretty much. Kanye told me. If your name ain't Swerve, he don't like you. (laughs) And even then, let's go with AEW real quick. AEW, besides that horrible women's match, which made us go into a 20-minute tantrum about the way they are not properly booking and getting these women the the training, everything that they need, um, AEW was was pretty damn good. Rush, of course. Bruce, of course, defeated Jay Lethal. My man Briscoe still ain't one shit. Still ain't one. Still ain't one. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Um you had oh god, you had a, a promo in which Samoa Joe <laughs> Here's the thing. Mark Briscoe should be in. The, we discussed this in. The, we discussed this the other day. Mark Briscoe should be in the finals if this tournament was done on ROH. Mm-hmm. If this was an ROH tournament, Mark Briscoe should five hundred percent. You know what? This. You know mm-hmm. what he what should be what should what should have happened. They should have had Eddie Eddie Kingston put that belt up against Hart, lose it, and let Eddie sit his ass down. He I mean, is he is basically done. He is on his last leg. Listen, I'm guessing he puts he starts to put these belts that he has on the lineup in the semifinals. So I'm guessing he somehow makes it to the semifinals. Um Oh, my man, El Idolo, Andrade. Mr. Two Backs. Two Backs. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated Brody King in a vicious fucking match. That's yo, that, that extra back came in handy. Bro, I, yo, you read my mind. I, I'm about to say, thank God that man grew an extra back. Shit. <laughs> shit. This motherfucker was actually keeping up, like, chop for chopping shit with Brody fucking King. And the thing about it is, Andrade gained mad fucking muscle. He was, he's, that boy's cut. Andrade gained at least about a good, maybe, 15 to 20 pounds of muscle. Right. And he still looked like a midget dwarf compared to Brody in the ring. And what that extra back he grew helped him take that lariat and that choke <laughs> and that damn cannonball in the Cause corner. Because he, he just replaced that he just replaced his broken back with the new one. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brody slammed him and broke that first one. He said, "That's all I have, Miko. I have another one." See, right. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, not today, my friend. Not today, my friend. <laughs> so Andrade sneaks in the win. He won. Um, Jay White, of course. I said beat Jay Lethal. And then let's just cut to the to the to the main course. Right to to the, to the reason I'm put the banner up because it deserves this. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bring bring back a good one. We are gonna bring but yeah, here we go. Boom! Oh yes. Oh man! Shout out loud, y'all. AEW. Yeah, Mongo showed up in the comments. See, that's what happens. Don't don't take a shit on the show. You might miss something. <laughs> yeah, Mongo, you better bring that phone with. You better bring Mongo that phone. With 
He already he, he been chilling all week. He'll be back Monday. You'll probably see me and him on Monday. Tony Khan and AEW. AEW as a company. Because you know what? Um, somebody, other people besides Tony Khan need to be um, held responsible too, as well as him. You do not have the hottest wrestler in professional wrestling loops. Isaiah Swerve Strickland. is the hottest wrestler in professional wrestling right now. There is not a place that he can't go where he can't say whose house and everyone responds Swerve's house. They played his music during the Seahawks game. Like during the warm-up. During the warm-up, they had Swerve's music doing it. Exactly. How do you have him lose? And then on top of that, have him lose in such a controversial way that you must have a storyline going where this gets rammed back or something in the points. Yes. Made is not the word. It really is not the word. And like we said a few minutes ago with Deanna Perazzo, WWE, y'all fucked up by letting mm-hmm. him go. Y'all fucked up big time by letting him go. Yeah. They missed out on but, what been the black. No, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't fuck up letting him go. They did us a favor letting him go because if he'd have stayed, he'd have never got a chance to do this character. Oh, yeah, was, for sure. He was trying to he was trying to get this character out with the whole hit row hit row. Right. Show. It would have been PG'd. Like PG like a ass. motherfucker. Right. It'd have it been complete ass. ass. It would have been was. complete ass. Yeah. Like Triple H saw the he saw every he saw. He saw it. He saw it. But he couldn't execute. see it out. He could never execute it. He could never he never got the chance to execute it all the way through. And that's why Hit Row really never hit. When they finally did get their shot, guess what? He oh got shit. It already. She called Mongo the ghost of Christmas fat. Nah. And not to mention, nah, that's that's different. <laughs> and, and not to mention with his bro, they were ass. Yeah, they were. Like they, they were, were cool in NXT. Like, the only the, the only How one that you... was the only one that was actually like decent was Ashanti. Top dog. Ashanti was actually ass. Ashanti was actually a good wrestler. Ashanti yeah, was yeah, actually was good. a good wrestler. Even though we used Top to make dog. fun of his ass in NXT. For his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ashanti was good. Top dollar, top ass. Be fat, be ass. Top they dollar, you mean top dollar, you mean low nickel. That's, that's, the fuck he, that's how he wrestled. 
It was crazy. Like I honestly feel like if he if they had kept him, he would probably be in the same strat. He would be in that same area as a Montez Ford or even an L.A. Knight. Like L.A. Knight and I don't even and Isaiah Scott could coexist on SmackDown. I don't know if I don't know. I don't. I don't think he'd have been as big as L.A. Knight if he'd have stayed in. In WWE, him leaving was the best thing possible. It really, it mm-hmm. truly, truly was. Um, mm-hmm. If he'd have stayed, we, we we wouldn't be getting any of this. We wouldn't Honestly, be and, any it, and in hindsight, like you said, it is the best thing for him because look at what happened to w, WWE since then. He can honestly return as what he's doing now. Right, flop dollar. Yeah. Like he could come back. He could come to WWE now as Swerve. Swerve when I drop. Like imagine, like we're sitting up here. All who's this about to come out? Three, two, one. And Top rope. You when see- I die up. Bro, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. If if he showed up at the rumble, oh if Prince Nana bust through them curtains, we're we're not dry. He come out, but I'm not gonna lie. I might I might throw my TV. I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you the interest that would make you throw your TV. If we're sitting up at WrestleMania in Philly and he comes out, we get hyped up to dreams and nightmares, and then it just be like doom. And all of a sudden we hear doom, doom, doom. Yeah. <laughs> and we ain't got hype off of dreams and nightmares. <laughs> I'm and then we go swerve when we drive, man. I'd be like, <laughs> bro, if you to see me at a house at HOG, bro, that would fucking Chris and I hit the <laughs> what? <laughs> we was here with it. <laughs> what? Listen, he yes, he, he he oh come on. He has to bring Nana with him, man. He has to Nana help with this character. At the end of the day, people can say what they want. That dance helped with the entrance. That entrance helped with building his persona. That persona. Mm-hmm carried over to his promos and he's always been good in the ring period oh yeah uzi still got a uh, nakamura is definitely gonna have some type of impact at wrestlemania because if uzi is if that song is not being played in philly it's gonna be a problem and they're gonna have to talk to me because i'm gonna be <laughs> like uh-uh. <laughs> yeah they gotta play that god damn got my blood pumping <laughs> got me going. Got me going. 
But back to me yelling at AEW. How the fuck do you have him lose? And then on top of that, you have him lose to somebody who definitely does not need to be put over for any point at all, at any given point at all. Nope. John Moxley can lose every last matchup in this tournament and it not affect his character or his status within your company or his status within the wrestling world. Swerve is building himself up to the point where he's built himself up to the point to the where everybody's favorite faces are now heels when they're in the ring with him. Moxley, that crowd last night was 500% pro fucking swerve. They don't want to hear Mox. It was it. When you're at that level, you don't have him lose. And then on top of that, the way he lost, you got Mox grabbing his pants and his fucking shoulder was up. Yeah. So unless they do something in an angle where they kind of negate that or call it a draw, where each of them get a point, you you you've definitely killed, or I wouldn't say killed. You definitely put a goddamn pulled an emergency break on whatever momentum he had going. Yep. Since the fact that he's in this tournament, there should be no if ands, or buts. Go, he's going undefeated all the way to the end. It's like, I, I forget which paper view was. I said, like, listen, it was the one, um, it was the first match between him and Hangman. I was like, if he wins this match, he got to get a title shot at some point. At some point, he has to get a title shot. Right. And to, to back up Kenny's point, what does Mox benefit from winning that match last night? What does he benefit? He gives the ass no benefit. The only person that has a benefit in that situation is Swerve. What does Mox get benefit benefiting being in this goddamn tournament and winning? How does this like, benefit him? Like is the continental, like is that is, is that gonna be the name for the title? I don't. I, a, I, we don't know. Given, I don't have no hope. I, I've given up on whatever. I'm just the only thing we know crowd. is the person who wins this shit is a triple triple crown winner. They are gonna have three I'm, fucking. I'm just alone for the ride. I'm letting them explain it as they go because that's what it's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. I'm just waiting on them to find when we get to the championship. That's when we're gonna find out because I don't even know at this point. I've I've gave up. I gave up on trying to figure out are they gonna get three belts? Is it gonna be one belt? What they gonna be called? What is this? I just know it's a tournament. I'm gonna wait to the championship to the final right. and see what happens. Cause I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's just. It's crazy I, that you don't like this is the perfect title, especially when you're combining titles from AEW and New Japan to have someone like like Swerve who's got the rocket on his back. Right. You automatically put the gun on him. Like, okay, it okay. So what if you make it predictable 
that he wins. So what? Look a rocket on him. Who cares? It's a ton now of they're gonna, just they're just just stretching out something that really doesn't even need to be stretched out. Like you could have just had Swerve like Kenny had been saying, just let him go undefeated. Just show how dominant he is. Yeah. Go undefeated or what just just do like it. That dude, like Swerve has been hot since the summer. Like it's not and gonna hurt nobody's feelings. It would make sense. Like Mm-hmm. Just like when Kane showed up and he was destroying people, and then like the next month he was champion, we're like, oh shoot, okay. Now when like he, he lost made absolutely sense. sense, but boy, everything before that, oh okay. Right. And then what you could do is you could have Tony Khan come out there on a press conference and say, you know what, it makes perfect sense. This this, this belt was specifically made for Swerve Strickland and how hot he's been. Boom! There's justification right there. Like having having John Moxley. Like I know they're based. Hey, John Moxley. They have basically made him Mister AEW. Mm-hmm. He is Mister AEW. He's their stall code. Yeah, he came he, in fresh off of WWE, and he made it known in his promo that he was going back to John Moxley, and it was I was at. Double or nothing when he showed up, and I was like, Oh, shoot! All right, he, Dean Ambrose is, is gone, he John Moxley again. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, he's been Mr. AEW. But it's like, Bruh, you can have the dude that is kind of basically he's the sting of AEW because even though Sting was the face of WCW, he really wasn't, and he didn't really like embrace it like that. And John Moxley doesn't embrace it. You can have him get his ass beat. Sting lost. Right. Sting lost a lot. Like, now it's going to just be dumb if it comes down to some sort of tiebreaker and they're like, oh, they got to have an eliminator match to whoever wins this, wins what what league they represent, gold or blue. Gold league. Gold. Gold. Oh, we got to have a gold. A gold eliminator, because you know they love them eliminator. They I put that on it. A gold league eliminator. The person this 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 person the winner is gonna go to World's End because I'm pretty sure this is where this ends, right at World's End. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. don't be shocked when we have a gold league eliminator between. Oh, Spurs. we got one. Pay-per-view before the year's out. World's End. Yeah, yeah. World's End is the last pay-per-view. Oh. December 30th. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I will defend my title for that. We got got no choice, motherfucker. We got no choice, choice, motherfucker. No, because Final Battle... No, because Final Battle was next week. And I'll... No, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Uh -uh. No. Fuck that. I had, to, I had to defend my belt on a fucking show that was pre taped. Ain't, yeah. ain't nobody trying to predict no final battle, though. We don't even care. Hold about on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike, when the last time your ass watched ROH? I don't know. I'm talking about. No, uh, no, 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 no. When the last time your ass watched watch ROH? Fuck I'm, talking, I'm talking about the show on the 30th. When the last time, when the last time your ass watched ROH, nigga? I can't fucking tell you. If I could. All right, then. You want to fucking predict final fucking battle? 
No, I'm talking about the show. All right, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just said we're producing you shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> Matt said, yeah, I'm going to defend my title on that show. I'm like, that's World's End. That's AEW. Yeah, I'll defend my title for that. Hey, that, Cookie, that... Uh, Cookie, you, you should have seen the fuckery that took place during that pay-per-view. But you know what? I, I've, I've survived that. I've survived that trauma. I would say, I'm pretty sure you would. <laughs> Oh no, I did not win. I lost that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this is the old fucking man right here. I lost that shit. My bad. So yeah, that was my thirtieth. made you pick. I was like, oh damn, that, I remember that because I was like, I don't even want to pick this bullshit. <laughs> I'm ready to push Mongo down his fucking wheelchair. It was like, what was it turning point? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, fucking trying to put that Canadian ass show. Fuck, I lost my shit. Fucking turn point. This me and Mike was like, nope, I don't want to predict this bullshit. This shit tight. I don't want to predict this. And then we took a vote, and then here come Mongo's bitch ass at the eleventh hour. Did somebody <laughs> take the Yeah, motherfucker. Oh fuck, here he go. <laughs> What's talking about? Just because my ass went on like a fucking month winning streak, I was I held on to that belt for a while. Hit your Mongo ass. Wanna throw the ultimate monkey wrench in the fucking plan? Damn, Reggie had picks. Damn, Reggie. Reggie had picks ready for fight. Nah, Reggie, we ain't doing final battle, brother. Yeah, yeah, right. Hold on. I ain't picking that shit. Right, what was the whole brother? Right. Hey, 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 cookies. He was getting the blame regardless. He was getting the blame when he was wide awake. He was getting the blame when he was asleep. He was getting the blame when he was taking a nap. When he was, yeah, you, yeah, you missed that episode because me and Mike both was like, man, I don't even want to pick this bullshit. <laughs> and here come Mongo ass. We're gonna tear Mongo into asshole. It was tired. It was Mike. It was me and Mike. No. Tito and Kenny, yes. And I was like, what? It ain't gonna be no, nothing happening. Here come Mongo. Here come this here come this old fucker hitting the chat, tagging Mongo. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? And, and Mongo showed up like, what? Y'all need to be picking. Just lurking. Lurking in the damn stream. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> and I ain't sniffed that belt since. Ain't that a bitch? I think that was Kenny's Christmas in July. <laughs> it damn sure was. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he I lost that shit. Like, next... Was that Kenny's Christmas in July? It either he damn lost sure. that shit the next day or he actually, lost that shit the next week. No, no, no. I actually held on to it because it was a tie. I held on to it for two pay per views. I held on to it for because it was like three pay per views that one month with some crazy shit, <laughs> and I held on to it for the entire month. That following fucking month, I lost that shit. I lost it, whatever. I lost it. I lost it to fucking. Nope, nope, nope. Because I still had it for our birthday. I still had it for our birthday. Whatever pay per view is after, um, what you call it? Um, NXT. Because NXT is always around our birthday. But it wasn't it like earlier this year. I only got. I got like. I got Bound for Glory. 
I got Turning Point, Wrestle Dream, Fast Lane, Crown Jewel, Full Gear, Final Resolution, and Deadline. Those are the ones I got. So whatever, uh, anything else Mongo might have, or I just went over them, copied over them or whatever. Nah, man, fuck that. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Folks, fuck that I think we've been sufficiently electrified tonight. What you think? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm Don't forget. Wow. <laughs> Don't forget, folks. <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> Under the Ring podcast is every week around 845-ish on Thursdays. <laughs> Shoot, all three of us are. <laughs> I stay ready, boy. <laughs> I stay ready. Just for that fucking. Don't forget, folks, to follow. Don't forget, folks, to follow us at facebook.com forward slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Don't forget, folks, 839 ish. If you follow our page, you'll know exactly what time. I may go live tomorrow and about that shit. How about that? <laughs> I mean, shoot, we ain't got nothing else to do. Right, it's Friday. It's cold. <laughs> then a motherfucker, boy. It's cold than a motherfucker. I got a whole hour forget. about that shit. Right. Folks, don't forget, you can also follow us at Linktree, Linktree forward slash under the ring card. There you have the motherfucker that caused Mike to be so goddamn mad, Mr. Greg Bush. Give <laughs> him those clicks. He the one. Get him those clicks. He's still writing articles. Get him all those clicks. Give him that so he can make that money. Fuck Mongo. But yeah, damn. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, but but yeah, give him those clicks, please. Give my brother those clicks. But fuck Mongo. <laughs> then you got me, Rock Ribs 44. <laughs> I don't do nothing on my page. I just like to post some pictures I like to take. Check them out. Share them if you do. And if you do, just tag me. That's all I ask. Also, we got my man that talks about everything going on from politics to the newest <laughs> fucking hairstyle that's out. My man, Mr. Fresh Bit, the, the angry man, not the teacher Mr. man angry, or the stone man. Teacher. That's Mr. Angry Man. Hey, listen, Mr. Angry hey, Man tonight. Hey, fuck them kids. Hey, one more day before winter break. Shoot, I got tomorrow's our last day. day. I got one more week. <laughs> <laughs> winter break. I got winter a winter day. break. Right, I got a winter day, Christmas break. day. That's it. <laughs> I mean, to be Christmas fair, day. To be fair, I'm gonna still be working, but it won't be as strenuous. So it'll be like a half winter break. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be worse for me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't yeah. forget now, man with the beer in his hand. Yeah. The right answer. Our street team captain, Boreal Mariente, and local correspondent, Justin D. Baxley. Folks, we thank you. Look, look now. Oh, we nigga, we wasn't doing it. I'm going to tell you that right now, Reggie. That shit wasn't happening tonight. 
Reggie, when it comes down to the picks, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, all right, let me tell you something. We don't care. <laughs> we was mad. I already, I already knew. We decided. Two, I knew them two were about to be picking it, and then I knew I, I'm the champion. I'm no, I'm not picking it. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Because if my streaming box can't get it, I'm not predicting it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh damn! She's talking about god, MTV, bro. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! She's talking about oh. playing LL Cool J character when he put the. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god. god! Oh my god! Oh no! Good oh god! No. Kick him in the dick! Oh my god! Oh no! Give me the old dick twist! <laughs> and on that note, folks, that's what you're about to get, Reggie. Don't do the baddie. Don't do the baddie. Don't do it. Y'all have a wonderful night. Champ South. Champ South. Y'all have a wonderful Right. Mm-hmm. Scary woman. Well, she is. She ain't scared. She's